Hello and welcome to the e-commerce playbook podcast. My name is Andrew Ferris. I'm so glad you've joined me again today for another episode of the show that details, chronicles, walks through, uh, goes over the journey of 4 x 400 the holding company that I have the, uh, the, the pleasure, the privilege of leading that acquires, operates, and grows D2C brands, e-commerce brands, whatever your preferred nomenclature. Uh, this week on the show, I'm gonna tell you, uh, I, I'm looking for agency help in a few different areas right now. Uh, maybe some freelancers, maybe even some full-time hires, I don't know. And I'm gonna tell you the one thing, the one thing I am looking for when I am interviewing uh, high-level marketing help, strategic help, whether it's agencies, individuals, whatever, however, whatever form they come in, I'm looking for one thing above everything else, and I'm gonna tell you what it is. Stay tuned. Okay, so let me set this up just a little bit. I, I told you in the intro, I'm, I'm looking for some agency help and some of those things. There's, there's some elements of our brands in a few different areas where I think we can get better on the growth and strategy side. And, and I was kind of looking, um, in a few different ways here, I let me tell you what the areas are first. So um, I think we're still a little too leveraged on Facebook ads. Um, so so I wanted to go find some additional kind of customer acquisition help. Um, I am I'm not a Facebook ad dooms doomsday uh, predictor. Uh, I mean I, I think there are some concerns about how how leveraged we are in the one place, but I. I don't think it's a huge problem to be really heavy in, in one channel on the acquisition side for a number of reasons. Um, so, so I've been a little bit slow. I typically am slow to the idea of like, you gotta go chase this new customer acquisition channel or that customer acquisition channel. Um, but listen, there's a lot out there. I mean, there's other paid social networks, TikTok and, and Snap and you know Pinterest, that sort of thing. Um, there's... Um, uh, a really serious approach to the sort of Google suite of ad products, which is really a bunch of different products and being good at one doesn't mean you're good at the other. So there's search, um, you know, text ads, and then there's shopping, PLAs, that's a different deal, YouTube, display. Um, all of these, I think, really have their place in a serious marketing mix. Um, so, so I, I'm, you know, I'm a believer in those channels. We're, we're certainly running some of that stuff. Um, and in the long run, and there's a bunch more, right? Uh, so before I talk about those, in the long run, there's there's a lot of different stuff I wanna do. I, I would really like to, at some point, build out competence across a broad range of digital marketing um, channels, right? So um, so I, I, I do think it's important over time to be in, a lot, in, in some places. I just don't think we need to rush there and I'm not too, um, I don't know. There's just sometimes an element where you'll hear questions like, how do you stay on top of all the new stuff that's happening all the time? And, and I understand the heart of that question. I just don't think you need to chase. I just don't think you need to chase it. Um, but there's some areas that we can get better. So um, there's two in particular that I've been really exploring recently. Um, and one of those is Amazon, where, I, where my team and I, between all of us, have some knowledge but are not deep. We're not great Amazon experts. And I know that, I know what deep expertise looks like enough um, you know, from working with a lot of smart people over time to know what it is and what it isn't. And what I can tell you about myself is that I don't have it uh, for Amazon. And while some team members of my team, some team members um, that I work with certainly have more expertise than I am, and, and even probably if they were dedicated full-time to it would be deep experts, uh, that said, um, they aren't. They don't have time for that, right? Like people are doing other things, and and they're important things. So, 
So I've been shopping for an Amazon agency. I, I put out the call on Twitter and said, hey, if you um, if you want to be some Amazon help to me, you know, let me know. So I started interviewing some agencies, started talking to some people. Uh, the DMs got full real fast when I sent that tweet out. Everybody wants business. Um, so that that's an area that I've been looking. Um, affiliate. Uh, I'm, I'm really fascinated by affiliate. It just seems to me to be an area where we could be a lot. There's potentially huge upside. I hear such a range of stories around people's ability with affiliate. And so, um, yeah, so, so I've explored that a little bit. Um, I think there's also room for us to get better with CRO. Sometimes I think that's just sort of some, we, we do some really simple internal conversion rate optimization is what I mean by CRO. Um, so, uh, so just making our website better in a sort of um, methodical process-driven way. That's going to be a combo of sort of strategy, analytics, designer, web dev, there's a bunch of different kind of disciplines that have to come together for that. And, and there's more, really. Like, I'm really open to anything. Um, and, and actually, that's probably a good segue. Saying I'm open to anything is probably a good segue because I, of course, used to be on the agency side of the equation, right? I was at, face, I was at excuse me, I was at CTC for a long time, Common Thread Collective. Um, CTC owns 90% of 4 by 400 uh, so the founder of 4x400, they launched 4x400. We, we were at Common Thread Collective, were and are an agency that um, is a full service agency. But really, um, you know, when I was there, especially specialized in paid social. So we would take on all these clients in the Facebook ad kind of space. Um, and, and so I learned a lot about what makes agencies good and what doesn't. And I, I think um, that Taylor Holiday has summarized really, really nicely what makes agencies good, what makes them valuable. Because the reality is hiring for these kinds of positions is very, very hard. So if you're going to go to an agency, you need to know what you're buying when you buy an agency. And what Taylor says is there's two things. It's expertise is number one, just straight up expertise. And number two is um, operationalized knowledge. um, Knowledge that is institutional for an agency because agencies, of course, have a view to way more than just one business, which is one of the, which is their number one advantage. Agencies at any given time are looking at a lot more information than you or I can. Just even for me, with five brands currently uh, in our portfolio, like just the agency has way more than that. So, um, so if if agencies can get great at taking the knowledge from that viewpoint that they have and operationalizing it across their agency building it deep down for all of the employees there, then that can be really good. And it can actually cover over in some ways um, the varying levels of quality of any individual contributors. The better you can be at communicating your knowledge down through the organization as an agency, the better you can be um, at making your weakest team members stronger. Now, um, so, so Taylor has always made that point. Um, and And I think that's really true. What's really hard for me to get a sense of as I am interviewing agencies um, is that second thing. I I really don't have a great sense while interviewing about how good the agency is at building um, process and operation uh, sort of, again, yeah, transferring that knowledge down through the agency. That's, That's actually hard to figure out. And one of, of course, one of the problems when you're interviewing agencies 
is that you end up talking to salespeople and salespeople are good at selling. That does not mean they are good at running ad accounts or you know, running your Amazon account or building affiliate programs or whatever, right? It means they're good at selling the business. It means they're good at uh, you know, um, bringing you in. And that's a pretty different skill set. So, and this also comes straight from Taylor, but I wanna tell you about how I'm, uh, I'm thinking about this. One of Taylor's great pieces of advice when you were interviewing an agency, and I would tell you to do this even if you were talking to CTC, okay, is this. Um, at some point in your interview process, ask to speak to the actual uh, team lead of the person who will be leading the work on your account. You don't have to talk to everybody on the team, but talk to the team lead, okay? Um, because that, that is different than the salesperson. And if you can speak to that team lead, you can try to suss out as best as possible how good they are, essentially. And this gets to my point with this whole episode, which is this. I am looking for one thing above everything else when I'm interviewing agencies. And I wouldn't be surprised if some of the agencies that I have interviewed or will interview in the future are gonna to listen to this episode. And I'm fine with that. I've told them all on these calls uh, that I've taken with them exactly what I'm looking for. It is this. I am looking for strategic excellence. That's it. What I fundamentally believe what I fundamentally believe is that great thinkers can make almost any of these tools work for a business. And because I have five brands, if, if you think that your tool will work better from one of my brands than the others, then you can tell me that, right? So like maybe you think SEO, uh, search engine optimization, right? Is, is a, that there's a bunch of organic traffic to be grabbed for genuine canine, which I've had somebody tell me, and maybe not so much for Bamboo Earth. Maybe Bamboo Earth, the skin, all the skincare, terms are just too competitive. And so, you know, don't even bother. Um, you're never going to win against the huge, you know, brands. I don't know. I don't know. Like that's just, that, that just totally made that up. Okay. But if that's the case, you could tell me that. So I have a little bit of an advantage here, but I bet you that even if somebody told me that if they were a great SEO thinker, they would actually almost be, if that's what they believed about Bamboo Earth, they would almost, they would be probably so sort of even excited about the challenge of doing that, that they would come up with novel solutions. Because what that would mean is they, they would have this box to work in now. They would say, okay, Bamboo Earth has this range of products. Uh, we could come up with blog content. We can think of all kinds of ways that we can go after organic traffic for this brand. So in that case, how do I win in a highly competitive category? I'm gonna to have to do something creative. Do I try and just go out muscle some other brands on some some com, you know, some really competitive keywords? Or or do we go and try and find kind of a roundabout way in to, to take organic blog traffic and turn it into revenue? Maybe they're really good at figuring out not just um, how to get a click, but how to turn the click into money uh, over the longer term. I've heard some really interesting strategies around that. But, but what I believe, what I'm getting at is, if the person is great, then they probably will have some solutions to this very hard problem. And they happen to be great at SEO, but really probably what they are is somebody who is just really strategic and smart and spent the time applying that kind of a brain to this problem of SEO, as opposed to, I mean, they just as easily probably could have fallen into the problem of SEM or, you know, um, or affiliate or paid social or whatever, right? any of these channels. And so I'm not really first and foremost looking to capitalize on a channel. I'm looking for great people more than anything else. And so, um, so I just signed an Amazon agency. I signed today to bring on an Amazon agency as a partner 
um, who after a couple conversations, I was convinced, I was totally convinced that, um, well, as convinced as I could be in a sales process anyway, that despite some hiccups in the actual sales process itself, this is a younger agency uh, that I think maybe didn't have as much strength on that side of their operational build. And what I suspect is going to be some hiccups in the actual process from there. What I believe at the end of the day is that the person who will be doing the work on my account, which I, uh, they're going to be doing it for slick mostly, that person who's doing that is great. I believe that th this guy is smart, who's, who's the lead strategist on the account. And because of that, because he is smart, I'm willing to hand over the keys. In fact, Brian, the founder of Slick, and I are like, okay, let's make sure that we, when they say jump, we say how high, because we really want to trust their leadership because we believe they're really smart. Okay, so that's the approach that we're taking. And of course, now I have another advantage here for 4400, which is that if they do work out great, what am I going to do? Well, I'm going to turn around and give them others of my businesses, of course, like immediately, then we're going to add, you know, Bamboo's Amazon or whatever. Um, so, so, so that's what I'm doing. But in all of these calls, you know, I'll take, I'll start the sales process however the agency wants. Like, let them go through their process, do their thing. Uh, sometimes I want to ask some questions and the salespeople are like perfectly reasonable. You get a pricing, all that kind of stuff. Figure out if you're even in range, okay? But at the end of the day, I will always ask to speak to the person who is on my account. And then I will make sure that that person is actually the one doing the work on my account. And if I believe they are very smart, that's what will make me pull the trigger more than anything else. So that's what I'm looking for. That's what I would recommend you look for as well, whether you are talking to uh, CTC or any other agency. I mean, this is one thing that's great to be able to do on this podcast is like, look, we just took FC Goods, which we sold, we talked all about it. And the and um, the people who are doing the work now on FC Goods, the paid social and retention work for that brand moving forward are CTC. And I was so happy to pass them over to the team of people who are doing that work for, for FC Goods because I know them and I know they're very, very smart. Like they're the kind of people who I'd want working on my account. In fact, they basically are because we have an earnout on FC Goods. So handing, putting it in their hands is no problem. Like what, you know, so, so we get this and understand exactly what's going on there and what that feels like to hand over that revenue upside uh, to, to somebody else. So, um, so yeah, so I, I mean, I would encourage you, go, go ahead. If you're gonna interview, if you've been listening to this show and you're interested in what CTC offers, Go interview them and talk to the people who are going to work on the account. Sorry, CTC sales team, if that breaks your sales process, but it's what they should do. Taylor said this a million times too. And um, and go see for yourself because that's really what you are going to look for at the end of the day. All of it comes down to this. Get as many really smart people as possible working on your brand. That's it. Get as many really smart people and motivated people and high character people, of course. So what I'm saying is good people. That's what I'm really saying. Like, you know, Good as defined by this scope of what I mean by good. Good at their jobs, high quality people that you want to be in partnership with. And then here's my last piece of advice on this. Once you get them, treat them great. Pay them more than other people if you have to. That's an old David Ogilvy trick. Um, like he's, you know, become the most valuable client you can to them. So they constantly give you their best treatment. Go out of your way to thank them. These people are working hard, often on nights and weekends on your account. Like send them gear these people should never be buying your gear. You should be giving them free stuff all the time. Like just do all of the stuff that you want to, that you can to make them feel appreciated and seen because they're going to be working really hard and really important for you. And you want to keep them motivated just like you would for anybody else. Find really smart people, keep them motivated. There's a lot of growth to be unlocked by doing that no matter what the channel is. That's, I think, maybe uh, some of the most obvious advice I can give 
find smart people and get them to work for you. But it's incredible because in sales processes, um, I think you uh, you just lose sight of that stuff. It becomes about all of these other factors and all of these promises that salespeople are telling you. And um, at the end of the day, uh, that's what's really gonna give you success or not. Some, some platforms probably make this easier, some make it harder. I'm sure SEO really is a better fit for some brands than others. Uh, and, and so, you know, if you can combine the right channel with the smart people, then that's probably a double win. But the first thing I'm looking for at the end of the day is always finding people who are really smart. Uh, so hopefully that advice, which is obvious uh, in some ways, will be helpful to you. Uh, I think it's just easy to lose track of the obvious a lot of times. Uh, hey, if this has been helpful to you, I would love it if you'd rate and review. Um, I, I really would appreciate that. Uh, and as always, I'd, I'd love your feedback. <clears throat> Reach out to me at podcast at 4x400.com. Just shoot me an email there and I will get it and respond to it. And hopefully maybe even bring it up on the show as, as a separate episode. If there's something you're wondering about, if there's a question going on in your business, I'd love to take a crack at it as, insofar as I can uh, from, from with, you know, with limited uh, knowledge of what you're doing. It's always easier to talk about things that I'm deep in than, uh, you know, I'll always have a limited perspective on your stuff relative to my own. But as best as I can, I'd love to be some help to you. Uh, and of course, always reach out on Twitter at Andrew J. Ferris. That's F-A-R-I-S. Thank you so much for listening to the e-commerce playbook podcast. Once again, we'll see you next week.